it's time to go under the bus on the big show. Well, well, well. Under the bus of Kansas football for many reasons. But what happened? They are, of course, renovating their stadium. And for being honest, they kind of needed it. But Boo. I, mean, I thought you were telling me they were going to blow it up. Well, Brendan, you lied to that. me. Yeah, Brendan was saying that they were going to. You told me they were building the program. I thought they were disbanding the program based from on under the, the bus. They lied to me. Knocking down their stadium. I guess I got my wires crossed. Well, they need some place to play their home games in 2024. So they're playing two of their non-conference games where Sporting KC plays at Children's Mercy Park. It's a fun spot. Okay. Yeah, I see it's a small stadium though, but it'll fit them just fine. Um, and then their Big 12 games are going to be played at Arrowhead. Wait a Boy. minute. And Mizzou's not play- invited? Who's playing games Kansas is playing their Kansas, home games huh? at Air- their Big 12 home games at Arrowhead. Arrowhead Stadium located in Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. Am I, am I correct? Exactly. Okay, they haven't moved yet. Yeah. No, they still there. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> the only place that they can go pretty much so guess what kansas fans don't forget to uh fill up right before and after you uh you leave the stadium good luck for all that place those bets right across state line pal stop by the local high v get uh That's stocked so up there and uh then cross the state line and you can go back to, to kansas wherever you are so uh so yeah, that's going to be interesting. Under the bus. It's more than interesting. They have to play they have to play their games in, in a whole other state. Missouri. No, it's not just another state. It's this state specifically. Yes. I think that is fantastic. I want Norm Stewart to weigh in. I want his thoughts. Yeah, I want his thoughts. <laughs> for sure. The plane there without us. What happened? What happened to the game I love? Somebody put up a billboard of Todd Reesing uh, um, on the way to, uh, oh, to Arrowhead Stadium. Uh-huh. I, like, I think someone good. was trying to, I think that was on Twitter somewhere. I can't remember where I saw it, but yeah, that, maybe that's a plan. Uh, under the bus to the Washington Commanders. Um, they were en route to Detroit and literally on the plane when the news broke that Ben Johnson, the OC over for the Lions, was going to stay in Detroit and not take either of the two open head coaching uh, jobs. They were really wanting to you know, go over there to Detroit. Now, I think in their defense, they were not only going to talk to Ben Johnson, but I guess also Aaron Glenn, the D.C., about his propensity to maybe be a, a head coach for the Commanders. So did they do that interview, or did they just it turn was, around? It, Ask the special teams coach, too. Why I assume they, they continued the trip just because they had, a, I guess, another reason to be there. Ask but. Campbell. But their main reason, I'm pretty sure, was Ben Johnson. That That's so feels funny. a little cold. Washington yeah, Commanders. A little, yeah. little bit. You surprised by Ben Johnson's thing? No, but is this going to be like a Josh McDaniels thing where like every year we're just waiting to see is he going to take a job, is he not going to take one? I think if, if your season ended the way that it did there in Detroit and you didn't feel great about the openings that were out there and you're waiting for that perfect one, I say you run it back one more time. They've got a lot players. of talent coming back. Uh, you can. I mean, they got pretty good players on that offense, so I, I think, yeah, I... He'll have his prospects into the, the into the future as well. And I think there's the way we hire head coaches nowadays is just so antiquated. It's only OCs and DCs that even get a chance. But I think you I think you go other routes. Like the Patriots went a different route. They went to Rod Mayo, a position coach. Uh, and Antonio Pierce was, was not an OC or a DC beforehand. He was a position coach before he became the interim coach. I think those ways can be a lot better. I think it's just 
dependent on the person, right? You, if you get sure. the right guy, you get the right guy. But some of those folks are not as experienced. It's typically the more experienced coaches that get their way into the DCOC roles. But I, I hear you. I think for the Patriots, the Mayo hire could work out. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see as far as Pierce. I think that was the, again, like he only got a shot because he was the interim. And a lot of times the interim you feel like is almost dispensable because when you hire an interim that you don't end up bringing on full time, that guy usually leaves. He's gone to another organization. So you don't usually see the like hot shot offensive coordinator take over as the interim midseason right. because the team probably doesn't want to lose that guy. So that's kind of another interesting angle to it as well. It's kind of uh, how it works. But Under the bus. We'll see what happens with Ben Johnson in the future. It's kind of cold how he shut the commanders out en route to Detroit. I can't believe they don't have a head coach yet. Everyone else does but them. It's not a great job. It's kind of why. Uh, and under the bus to, I guess, Tennessee, I think more so the NCAA. Uh, Tennessee got slapped with hundreds of violations. Uh, I think it's like five years probation. They lose some scholarships. No postseason ban or anything like that. But they're under investigation for NIL violations, apparently. This is kind of, I we guess, you know, that was possible. I didn't know that those existed. Um, I didn't know either. Like, honestly, uh, surrounding their five-star QB that they got last year and is supposed to be the starter uh, this year after Joe Milton is moving on. But Tennessee clapped back. Like, their chancellor sent a letter to the NCAA basically saying, look, you guys are seriously going to punish us for guidelines that you're pretending to have about NIL for the last two and a half years. Uh, he didn't hold back on his opening statement in that letter. And Interesting. I got to say it. Can't believe I'm saying it. I'm kind of on Tennessee's side here a little bit. Well, what what guidance is there the NCAA yeah. can enforce? I guess you technically still need a bag man. It just has to be run through the proper channels. I don't really know, Andy. I, really I don't, don't know, man. It's Tennessee, though, so it's kind of funny to me. But they're doing it right. They're not copping to anything, and they're basically saying, nah, we're ignoring all <laughs> We don't like you. We're going to fight you on this. Well, right. That's, yes. the, that's the way you end up winning. You just can't admit anything. That's the way you do it. Under the bus. Deny everything. The NCAA knows nothing, and you will get off scot-free. So that's, that's good on you, Tennessee.